0: So, the big question is this How are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. Hey guys, Andy here. Great to have you for this week's podcast. Really appreciate you joining me. And we're going to go into something that's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to try to do my best to uh, help you visualize what we're talking about uh, since we're just uh, listening here. But uh, one of the things I've uh, I sent out a, a recent survey to many of my uh, coaching friends, buddies, and clients and was asking them uh, just to name me one thing, just one thing that if we uh, could sit down and talk for a little while and, and just be hanging out, what would be one thing that you would want to uh, to talk about, to discuss? And I got a lot of great answers, um, probably some things that I'll use for future podcasts, but today what I wanted to talk about was one of the uh, answers that I got back a lot, which was how uh, do you, how can you improve command um, and get guys to throw more strikes? And so there's there's probably several things into this that we can use, but what i want to uh, just talk about today primarily is just one specific drill that I've used uh, quite often, and it's not the sexiest drill in the world. I tell all of my guys up front uh, that i've that I've had that uh, this isn't uh, this isn't a sexy drill. it's it's uh, rather boring. There's no real um, intensity or energy that goes into it. but it may be one of the most important drills that we ever do because, uh, it's it's literally the last probably five percent of the throwing delivery right before the ball leaves your hand, and we I just simply call it the release point drill. Uh, I you know we've referred to it sometimes as the five percent drill or, or whatnot. It's really doesn't make a difference to me what you call it, but we just call it the release point drill. Now one of the things before I go into describing the drill, I want to uh, try to help you to understand is. That the more out in front uh, of your in in front of your your front foot that you can get your hand at the release point when throwing, the uh, the better you're going to be. the The more leverage you're going to be creating in the throw, which means you're going to transfer more energy into it. So hopefully that means more velocity that you're creating. Uh, but it's also going to get the ball further out into your fingers, which means that a, a pitcher is going to be able to feel his release point and feel the ball uh, a lot better than if he was. Uh, You know, we're letting go of the ball earlier, maybe more to the side of his body. Uh, And then it's going to help improve command. Now, one of the analogies that I always use when I'm explaining this to guys is uh, I ask them if they've ever played the game of darts. Uh, And most guys have, but then I always follow it up with, you know, or or you've at least seen the game. You know what I'm talking about. And of course, inevitably, all of them, yes, I, I, I know it. I've seen the game. Okay, great. And then I ask them, where do you throw a dart from? And... Anybody who's really played or seen the the – the uh, game, they all have, you know, will put their hand in front of their face like they're throwing a dart. I said, why are you, th- why are you letting it go from there? Why aren't you letting go of the dart from the side of your body as if, uh, like you're, like when we're throwing a baseball? And 100% of them, they always sit there, especially when they get into that position. They said that it would be harder to control. It, it, it would be harder to command. I said exactly. We throw it more out in front of our face because we can control the dart where we throw it more. Now I always follow it up with. I don't want you to throw a baseball like a dart, by no means, that's a pushing action and we're not trying to go there. But the concept of the more out in front of our face, our body, over our front foot that we can get that release point to happen, the more command that we're going to have. So hope that makes sense to you and that you can use that analogy even when you're talking to your guys. Um, But now when we go to the release point drill itself. What we do is I have the guys get into a, a position of basically what they would look like right before they let go of the baseball. And I, one of the ways I tell them is like, okay, if I had a camera and I was taking a picture of you right when you let go of the baseball, as soon as you let go of it is when I took the picture, what would that look like? Most guys can get pretty close into that position. Some of them struggle with it, so you just help them out with it. The key things here is that I want a pretty good stride, a, a fairly realistic stride, uh, and then the back foot, the one that's closest to the rubber, we want that to be fully pivoted, that the heel is facing up towards the sky. Uh, I want the chest up, but forward over that front knee. Their glove is you know, in a nice, you know, fairly tucked, tight position to their body. And then their arm is going to be uh, out in front. Now the thing is is that their elbow needs to be at least even with their shoulder. And I want their arm bent at a 90 degree angle for the most part. And their their fingers are behind the ball. A lot of guys will immediately create this position, but they'll put their arm to the side of them, as if they're when they're squared up to the home plate, if they're a right-handed uh if they're a right-handed pitcher, their elbow would be pointing directly towards third base. And that's not far enough. We want to move their arm up even even more in front of them. I want them to really feel what that positioning uh, feels like. The other key to this is that once we're in that position, that all they're doing from that 90-degree angle with their arm is just coming forward. Some guys want to come back first and then go forward because they want to create more momentum or energy. And that's just not realistic to the way we throw. So they're going to go right from a 90 degree angle to extending and throwing. This is the part that's not real sexy because they're not being able to throw it very hard. It's not the point of the drill. The point of the drill is to feel what that positioning is like so that they have an understanding of the way their body needs to be and then how they uh, and then From there, we back it up. So we start at the end and then we back chain it. We add more steps. So once we've got that feel uh, for what it feels like to be in that position over that front leg and just coming through, then we do move the arm back so that the arm is on the side of us. This is gonna allow guys to uh, have a little bit more explosiveness in their throw, but ultimately the goal is to get right back to the release point that we were just at. We're just adding an extra step. So we're adding more movement, more chances for things to go wrong, but that's what we're doing, and what you'll find is that when you increment these steps and you add one thing on top of the other, that it usually goes even better. Once we've done that for a little while from the arm on the side, then uh, and by the way, that's a part of the, the throw where the arm really does kick in and we're in a leveraged position. You could literally probably go you know zero to eighty uh, in a very I mean very quick motion. Um, and and you're doing it in you know a pretty advantageous safe environment because that arm is now it's it's over and it's it's coming down if you will leveraged over that front leg and that's what we want uh, and then from there you can back it up even more to where it's more like they're going forward so their arm is going back towards second base as if they're uh, coming towards the plate to deliver. Uh, still with a strided position, so their arm, uh, their upper body is just turned more, and then again come through on the throw, uh, but ultimately still working to get to that release point. When you can get to that release point more and more consistently, the more out in front that you can get, what you will start to find is how guys feel for their pitches. Their command goes up, their movement improves, uh, the uh, the sharpness of breaking balls, off speed pitches gets a whole lot better. All of that because what we've done is just move that release point even farther out in front. So that would be a great drill that I would encourage you to do to start uh, working on to just try to improve uh, people's uh, command issues or, or trying to increase the uh, percentage of strikes that we're throwing. Uh, lastly though, I would, I would also do this drill just throwing into a net. There's no point in doing this drill throwing to a catcher uh, or throwing to a partner. Uh, you're just not going to be able to throw it that far. It's just not, it, it, and and we're not worrying about that. The net, throwing into a net allows a person to just totally focus on themselves because the net isn't sitting there judging them, getting impatient, uh, and they're not sitting there wanting to try to make sure they make a good throw to the net. They're able to just totally focus on what it is that they're doing. That's the point. That's, that's where we want to get to. So anyways, I hope that helps. Uh, you know, hey, just uh, like always with these other podcasts, if uh, you know if you like that, feel free to uh, to uh, make a comment below and, and share that with people and and uh, and whatnot. I'm sure, you uh, subscribe to my channel. We got going on at the TexasPitchingInstitute.com. dot uh, com. But, uh, anyways, a lot more to come. We've got uh, a lot more things where we're sitting there just trying to help uh, help you get over the overwhelm, the frustration, and uh, turning pitching coaches into world class. Pitching coaches, because I know you can do it. So until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks, all while breaking free from the current status quo of today's coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. To start, I'd like to give you a free three-day masterclass for pitching coaches. In this masterclass, we will take a deep dive together on arm care, creating your daily routine, and developing your pitching staff rotation. Go to bullpensecrets.com forward slash masterclass and sign up to get started today.